Hi everyone. Welcome to the Desi Crime podcast. I'm Aryan, your host for this episode, and I'm Ishwarya. Before we start the case for today, we want all of you to go over to our Patreon and subscribe for amazing exclusive features like merch, awesome extra episodes, early access episodes, video calls with us and more. To help the podcast out and to avail these benefits, go to www.patreon.com/desicrime and select a tier that works best for you. We'd also like to thank our two newest patrons, Priyanka Bhargava and Arshpreet Kaur. Thank you so much for all the contributions you make. And while you're at it, there's a free thing you can do, which is go subscribe to the Desi Crime YouTube channel. For those of you who have subscribed, your love means the world to us. Two weeks ago, we brought to you the first ever episode of Chai and Chitti, a segment where we bring together stories from our Desi Crime community, haunting stories, scary stories, spine-chilling stories. And now we've come back with episode two. Welcome to episode two of the Chai and Chitti. Ashwara, the amount of emails we received in the last two weeks has been insane. It's been crazy, and all really well-written emails, might I add. Really well-written ones. Really wonderful writers. Yeah, I have to say that. I mean, you make our life so much easier. But the just the sheer amount of emails we received—if we don't make Chai and Chitti a regular feature—we'll just be drowning in stories that we'll never be able to tell. So this has to become. a regular feature of some sorts and some Absolutely. to some extent yeah no that be a lot of wasted potential and a lot of really incredibly eerie stories all wasted if this is not a regular yeah, thing yeah 100% and i mean it's it's a fun it's a fun segment to host right it's so much fun it's to so much host fun. this segment yeah and the the article the hindu article that was written on us the first thing they mentioned was chai and chitti and that this podcast has begun this new round of uh, listener oriented episodes and so if we want to do justice to a hindu article you know we kind of have to continue the series i think so yeah and our supporter base is in general so loving and our and i have always talked about this the support for us is overwhelmingly it's just positive comments by such a long margin that it feels great to do you guys justice and put your stories out there it it feels amazing it feels amazing So before we get started with the first story again I'm just going to point it out if you have stories you want us to cover on this episode of this series email them to us on desicrime@lostdebate.com the email is also included in the episode description try to have it be well written so that we can include them otherwise the kind of copy editing we need to do sometimes is a little difficult but with that Here's the first story from Kushi. I'm not going to reveal her last name because she asked us not to. But Ashwarya has again not read this story. I've kept it from her, and so let's see how she reacts to it. Ashwarya, this one was as I read this story, it gave me goosebumps. Okay, I'm excited. 
Hey Aryan and Ashwarya, how are you guys doing? I'm Khushi from Pune and one of the biggest fans of your podcast. I'm a total crime junkie and was finding a new crime podcast to listen to at that time when I came across the Desi Crime podcast and you guys had me hooked with 4Ds at the end. <laughs> I guess it was just recently at that time that you had released your first episode the Burari Mass Hangings. I had listened and read about this case already but you guys just felt different and that was it. I've been a Desi crew member since then. Ishwara honestly the Burari episode it's of course our best performing episode and yeah. you did a great job on it. it it's it's the best for a reason. No with so many episodes I feel like I did a better job than ever before so we've had a series of episodes where I'm like okay we've really become better at this and our skill has improved but then I ask our listeners what their favorite episode was and yeah. they all go back to Burari. So that's yeah, really that was sweet. such a good choice on our part to have that be the first ever Desi Crime episode. Yep. I've also wanted to be a patron but I was and I'm just a student so I was broke and I couldn't really ask my parents for money for a Patreon for a crime podcast. <laughs> but anyways, after I recently heard your Chaiyan Chitti episode, I knew I had to tell my story. Now, I swear that this story is my own experience which has actually happened to me. and I'll narrate or type this without any exaggeration of any kind. I don't know how I'd actually explain what has happened to me that day, but that was the day I started to believe in paranormal activities. Anyways, that was a long ass intro and I'll get right into the story. It was a holiday for school that day. So me and a group of my friends decided to go to the West End Mall in Ond, Pune. By the time we reached the mall it was already 7 p.m. So we went into Starbucks, had coffee and had some food from the food court on the top floor. And by the time we left, it was already past 9 p.m. Now, I had recently just moved to the area, so I didn't know it very well, and my home was a 10-minute walk from there. So we friends parted ways from the mall and went our respective ways. But all of a sudden, it had started raining. Now the route I was taking was kind of from the back side of the mall where there aren't a lot of shops or a lot of people and almost all of the shops were closed for the day. But now it was 9:30 so anyways the road was desolate. Slowly the rain started to get stronger and I saw this elderly woman walking on the road with an umbrella so I decided to go and ask her if I could tag along too. Now, you would find this thing weird enough like why would I ask a random lady on an empty road this late at night while it was raining? But it was almost 10 and this road was so empty it gave me really weird vibes and it isn't really safe to walk alone this late at night at almost 10 when there is not one person to be seen. That's such a eerily set up scene. I tell this to everyone I know that rain is the perfect haunting setting. Like It's at night, it's raining. That's enough to create a horror movie just in that setting alone. Being alone in an empty back alley and there's one old lady combined with that and I'm already terrified. No, you should be proud of Khushi for having this eerie setup. It's almost like the Burari setup that oh, you're known fantastic. for. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I ran a bit to try and catch up with her. As I got close, I noticed that she was already drenched even with the umbrella. I asked her if I could just tag along with her and that my society is just 5 minutes from there but she didn't reply. So I just kept walking while being conscious and alert and not putting my guard down and kept a safe distance. Honestly those 5 minutes seemed as long as 50 minutes and she just kept walking and walking so even I didn't talk. Now 
I was just a small distance away from my society when I saw my brother standing at the gate with a spare umbrella for me. He waved at me and I waved back. Then I turned to the lady and told her I've reached home and thanked her for keeping me company and ran to my brother. When I finally reached I took the spare umbrella from my brother and he said that I should have taken an auto or something from the mall or called someone to pick me up instead of walking alone this late at night on the empty street. I found this weird and told him I didn't get an auto in the rain and my phone was so low on battery and I wasn't walking on the desolate empty street this late at night. I came with a lady and told him he seriously needs to get his eyes checked. No. And he said that he was there at the gate waiting for me since 15 minutes and he didn't see anyone with me when he'd finally seen me from the distance and waved at me. I was alone. Oh my god. But I just thought he was probably just trying to pull a prank on me and was trying to scare me, but he said he wasn't lying at all. Then he even asked the watchman at the gate if he saw someone walking with me and he said no. Also, my parents were really worried for me so they told my brother to send them my photo when I came. So he had snapped a photo of me when I was walking and showed me that photo. After seeing the photo, I just froze at that place and couldn't believe it. I was alone. There was no lady in the photo with any umbrella. I was walking alone. Oh my god, I have chills. Ishwarya, imagine me reading this story late at night thinking, "Oh, I'm going to tell this to Ishwarya while I'm freaking the fuck out." Imagine this girl experiencing this. Oh my god. <sighs> I actually couldn't sleep for nights after this incident and couldn't wrap my head around the fact that maybe I walked home with a ghost that day for days and even till today. But she was at least a good ghost though I guess. I mean she didn't do anything to me yet. <laughs> so yeah, this was my experience. Please excuse me for any grammatical mistakes or typos. Nakashi did a great job. I guess I'll just be waiting for the next Saturday to see if my story actually gets featured. It did. Hey, there you go. You know, kind of got featured. Thank you for reading this and love you guys. You know Kushi's right. I feel like that was a nice protective old lady ghost that didn't want her to feel alone on the desolate streets. But I would lose my shit regardless if I freaky saw her. Freaky nonetheless. Freaky yeah, nonetheless. Very freaky. Very freaky. All right, Ashwara, what do you have for me? Okay, so this time I have another story from my own personal collection of stories. As Aryan mentioned in the last episode, there is an infinite supply of scary stories from my life. And today's story is one of a couple that are friends with my parents. They've been friends a long time for many years now and when I was just a kid they were all posted in the same army cantonment in India in a place called Mau. And the full form of Mau is military headquarters of war. So it's literally kind of like an army base where a lot of army officers live together. So it was this couple, the wife. So it was this couple, this man and woman. The woman was pregnant at the time. It's my parents with a baby me. They were all neighbors. So one evening my parents are just sitting and having a casual dinner with this couple. The wife's pregnant, there's a little baby me, and they're all talking about life and how it's been living in this new space. And my parents ask this couple why they moved from their original apartment, which was just a couple of miles away, to this new apartment. Like usually if you're living in a place, you don't really feel the need to change houses to an apartment really close by to the old right. one. So my parents ask them why they did that. 
and this couple began to tell my parents the story of what started happening to the two of them in their old apartment oh my god i've heard this one ashwarya yes this you have this one is probably your best this is story. terrifying yes so this is a pregnant woman right and her husband's in the army the husband goes away every morning he goes to work he doesn't come back till late in the night she's in the house she'll clean the house she'll go take a shower she'll shower with all of her shampoos and her soaps and then put all of these up on the window sill in the washroom an hour or two hours later she'll go back into the washroom and she'll find all of the shampoos and the soaps fallen back again on the ground okay weird sort of suspicious but maybe she shut the door too hard and the window and the wind created some kind of vacuum and everything fell on the floor she'll be in the kitchen she'll use the milk for something she's cooking she'll put the milk back in the fridge she'll come back 2 hours later and the milk will be on the slap again she'll be cooking once she's done cooking she'll turn the gas off she'll come back a few hours later and she'd find the gas on These events initially started very sporadically. She would experience one maybe every few days, but then they got more and more regular. A part of her thought she was maybe kind of going crazy, and every time she told her husband that this was wrong, he would sort of dismiss her. He would say he's living in the same house, he hasn't experienced anything that weird. You know, maybe she's just being forgetful. She's also a pregnant lady. Maybe she's kind of hormonal and you know there's nothing they can do about it at this moment. They've just moved into this house and she needs to give it some time. Things kept going on this way. She kept feeling weirder and weirder and eerier and eerier in this apartment, but there wasn't much she could do. Months later, there's one night where they're both snuggled up in bed. It's a winter night in India. She's asleep. He's awake, sitting up straight in bed with a book in his hand and his nightlight on above his head, just reading. Suddenly, he feels someone tugging at his legs at the bottom of the bed. He nudges no her way. a little and says, "Hey, can you stop doing that? I'm trying to read here and go to sleep." She wakes up a little groggy-eyed and says, "What? What are you talking about?" He says, "Okay, never mind. Go back to sleep." Minutes later, he feels the same thing again. He wakes her up again and says, "Hey, can you shift a little that side? I'm trying to read my book." She wakes up again, groggy-eyed, and she's like, "What are you talking about? I didn't do anything." But all right, and she moves a little. Minutes pass by. He feels it yet again. It's not his wife this time because he can tell it's not her legs touching his. He looks up straight from his book. He's wearing his spectacles. He's wondering what he's feeling. He's being slowly and slowly creeped out. There's a chill down his spine. When suddenly, Aryan, you know what happens when you're wearing glasses and you bring your mouth really close to your spectacles in the water. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, mist up. And kind of breathe out at it? Yeah, there's mist all over your glasses. Yeah. He's sitting there wearing his glasses on his face when suddenly he feels someone really really close to his face he feels oh a breath God. on his face and his glasses fog up he wakes his wife up he's obviously freaked out he tells her everything he just experienced 
and shortly after that this couple moved out they moved into the apartment right next to the one that my parents lived in they became neighbors with my parents nothing weird or eerie ever happened after that um they had a beautiful baby but yeah they they didn't forget that incident for years and years to come they've told that story now multiple times and it's freaky Ashwara, you know who I feel worse for than the dude in the story whose glasses got misty? The listener right now, alone at 11 p.m. Oh, listening to this story. Right. I'm sorry to all of our listeners. You guys volunteered for this. Uh, when you click that notification, um, it's a signature to the contract that you've agreed to this, <laughs> and you're willing to be freaked the fuck out. Hope we did that justice. Okay, Aran, I'm excited. You have another story. All right. Uh, I don't have a story this week, but I did select another listener story that nice. I really, really liked. The reason I love this one is not because it's the scariest Ashwarya, but because it's one of the most a believable and b not necessarily haunting, but the coincidence, right? The fact that this can happen and it might have a deeper meaning, or possibly may not. But something about you—you so you, you'll understand what I'm saying once okay. I narrate it. Okay, I got you. So, yeah. Here it goes. Hi, this is Ananya, a devoted fan of the Desi Crime Podcast from Kolkata. Hi, Ananya. This is Aryan. Hi, Ananya. Ashwarya. This is to relate a creepy coincidence that I was a witness to. This isn't entirely my story, by the way. The story starts in 2018 or so, when my former English tuition teacher related to us this incident that happened with him. He was out on a trip to a place with a cremation ground and a Kali Mandir nearby. Uh, Kali Mandir, for those of you who don't know, is to the goddess Kali. At night, he went out to sit in the outer veranda of the Kali Mandir when an old woman, clad in a spotless white sari, approached him. Old woman, white sari, Ashwara. That's that's all I need Already to know to not haunting. read further. Right. Agreed. She handed him an antique coin. On one side of the coin was Lord Rama and Sita engraved, and I don't remember what was on the other side. The coin bore the mark of the East India Company, and it was made in 1818. By the way, Shwar, I don't know if I've shown you my coin collection. My the only heirloom I have are coins that my great grandfather has passed down through the generations i have a coin minted during aurangzeb's or- reign i've known aryan for 9 years now and i don't think i've ever seen this collection yeah. he's talking about ashara it is one of my most prized possessions it's insane and i most certainly have coins from you know 1818 with queen victoria embossed on them that's really cool <laughs> anyway Then sir noticed something strange. The woman didn't have feet. Of course, Ashwara, an old woman in a white sari. It of course she doesn't Jesus have feet. How can you have Christ. a story with a Yeah, insane. She didn't have hands either. Worse, she didn't have a face either. Sir shielded his face with his hand. When he removed his hand, the woman was gone. What remained was the coin which sir showed us in class. Cut to August 2022, that is present day. It was raining heavily that morning and I was in a hurry to reach college and I didn't have an umbrella with me. Seeing no other way out, I went up to a girl who turned out to be a first year media science student and she gladly let me under her umbrella. 
I guess rain and umbrella are a recurring theme in this story, but <laughs> okay. We walked over to the auto stand and because her college began at 9:30 a.m., she took her place at the very end of the line. But mine started at 9 a.m. and I needed to get the auto or I'd miss class. I spotted a rickshaw puller and asked him whether he'd take me there. He let me get up. Then he said, "Miss, do you mind looking at this coin? I wouldn't like to keep it." I took the coin in my hand and guess what? One side had Lord Ram and Sita engraved on it and the other bore the mark of the what? East India Company. And it was made in 1818. Oh my god. And that incident that my former English teacher related to us flashed back to me and the immediate physical response was an increased heartbeat. The rickshaw puller asked me if I'd like to keep the coin. absolutely mind boggled by the coincidence i said in a voice that was 30% panic no i wouldn't like to keep it where did you find this coin by the way miss i found this coin on the footpath answered the rickshaw puller he didn't get me to college though he made me get off the rickshaw on account of him feeling cold i managed to board an auto and reached college with my back sopping wet well That was it. Of course, the East India Company won't manufacture one coin, but the coincidence really scared me. Hence, I decided to drop this in your inbox. Have a nice day. Yours truly, Ananya. How was that for a story, Ashwarya? That's a fantastic story. I feel like I would have kept that coin just as a commemoration of this really freaky coincidence I just experienced. I can see myself keeping it, but at the same time, at in the same time, moment, not. Right when you're in that moment, yeah. and a part of you, when the rickshaw rider himself is saying he's feeling creeped out, and when he says he's feeling cold, That's and when he kicks you out of the rickshaw, you know that uh, I might not no. keep the coin. Yeah, If I know. kept that coin, I'd like dip it in Ganga jal and pray in front <laughs> of it <laughs> before I let it be in my room. Ganga jal, that's the funny. Ganga jal, you mean holy Ganges water for those yes, of you who don't know what right. Ganga jal is. That's so funny. All right, one final story, right? One last story it is. This story is from a listener who didn't want their name revealed, so we'll call them N. Hi Aran and Ashwarya. Hope you're doing well. I am absolutely obsessed with the Desi Crime podcast and would like to say that your podcast has been the best listener experience of any other true crime podcast coming from someone who's an avid Aww. true crime podcast listener. Smiley face. <laughs> That's really sweet. Thank you so much. That means the world to us. The story that I have for you today is not mine but my dad's. My dad was a young and bright engineering student. His city didn't have many good engineering colleges, and so he decided to enroll in a college 3 hours away from his hometown. He knew that the journey back and forth from his home to the college would be tiresome, and so he and his best friend at the time decided to live in the hostel together. He and his friends were allotted room number 17. This modest hotel room had two single beds, one study desk and two huge almirahs. My dad and his friend didn't really have many clothes and so they decided to put all of their clothes in one of the almirahs and didn't even bother opening the second one. But keep in mind the almirah, it'll be of importance later in the story. 
During that time in room 17, my dad and his friend encountered many weird things like lights turning on and off in the middle of the night, books falling, unexplained noises, etc. But these things were not a force strong enough for my dad and his friend to take some action until one night as my dad was sleeping, he felt someone picking up his bed. He opened his eyes and saw the outline of his friend picking up the bed with his bare hands which is extremely weird because how could a man pick up a heavy wooden bed with a 80 kg man on top of it using only one hand as my dad was wondering this just then the bed was released and it came down with a big thud my dad thought it was wiser to talk to his roommate in the morning and as the morning arrived he confronted his roommate about the incidents of last night but he noticed that his roommate was disoriented and looked really scared he recounted to my dad that he had felt someone sitting on top of his chest and he had difficulty Ashwara, breathing ashwara i have goosebumps ashwara my chills my hair literally stood up i, I am not even i have oh my eyes are watering this is so scary this is so scary Aryan the roommate continued he couldn't move his body and so it was impossible for him to even lift the bed with both of his hands let alone with one hand my dad and his friend decided that they had had enough and they needed a new room and so they got permission for a room change and as they were cleaning up the room and packing their belongings they randomly decided to open the second almira and to their surprise no. they found bones which looked like a humans nah i'm done and other such things which suggested shady business nah. it's also worth mentioning that my dad had frequent headaches and his average grade also dropped while in the room till date my <sighs> dad cannot explain all of the things which happened in that room that was the story Hope you liked it, and if you decide to include this in your episode, then I prefer to remain anonymous. Yeah, I'm speechless. I generally have—I mean, I generally have goosebumps. That was a really scary story to me because I'm also a college student, and I've had cupboards and drawers that I've never bothered opening. To think that I could open them one day and find something really freaky. And this wasn't one of those stories. No hate to you, Ashwara, where there is just a sensation without supporting physical, physical evidence. evidence later I on. I agree. Yeah, I think skull or at least you know skeletal remains. Anyone's bones, Jesus Christ. Pretty. Yeah, you could have chicken bones for all yeah, I care. Yeah, it could That's, be a rat's bone. I don't care. It could be a rat's carcass for all I care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty scary stuff. <laughs> And with that I think we've come to the end of our second giant chitty episode. This was just as much fun as the first time. Please send in your wow. stories. The email is in the bio. Make your stories detailed as detailed as you want them to be. As Write them nicely. Yeah, we don't need you to keep it short. So, we'll see you guys in our next episode. Go ham at it. Until then, Ashwara, what do we say? Stay safe. Stay crazy. Stay, Stay desi. desi.